Slime in the Tub, Who Will She Fuck? An original work by Blueberry with T-Rex Arms. Read by Theron. The witch had taken one look at you and said, Oh, honey, I know exactly what you need, and handed you a purple bath bomb. You didn't think that a bath would solve your tired, grouchy, horny, lonely, touch-starved problem, but maybe there was some herbs in there that were particularly relaxing? Whatever. You humored the witch and bought the bath bomb, plus some candles. They were dick-shaped, and you couldn't help laughing at them. Might be good for a gag gift. Ha! Gag! So you left the apothecary with a little paper sack of neatly wrapped goods and a cheerful wave goodbye from the witch, plus a mysterious wink. You didn't think about it too hard. Living alone in the woods and talking to trees probably made you a little weird around real people. Well, you knew that for sure. Living alone was certainly taking its toll on you. Mental health aside, you were probably desperately in need of some oxytocin, and your body had an ache just under the skin, desperate for the touch of another living creature. A hot bath would probably help. Lonely people took lots of baths, right? In your home, in your bathroom, you ran the water in your tub and tossed in the bath bomb from the witch. You stood naked in front of the mirror, looking at the curves and angles of your body, and then at the texture of your skin. The hair and the tan lines and stretch marks and blotchy patches of chicken skin. What was it called again? Keratosis polaris? You should probably exfoliate. Well, despite everything, you thought you looked pretty cool. Sexy, in fact. And fuckable. And here you were, sexy and fuckable and naked, and nobody was here to fuck you. It was tragic, really. You squished your boob dejectedly. You stepped into the tub, which was now full of hot purple water and spattered with suds. You didn't see your bath bomb fizzing anywhere. Darn, you'd been too busy watching yourself in the mirror to watch it do its foamy thing. (sighs) Oh well. You sank into the hot water and felt your skin smart as it tried to adjust to the temperature. You took in deep breaths of lavender-scented steam and relaxed yourself into the feeling. The tub seemed to be taking longer to fill up than usual. When you shifted your legs, you felt something brush up against your leg. Kind of felt like shower jelly, but you didn't have any shower jelly. It brushed against your leg again, and the surface of the water began to warp and jiggle and rise up. Something was wrong. Something was really wrong. You drew your legs up to yourself and watched, unable to look away. Lumps of gelled bathwater coalesced into a vaguely humanoid shape. You thought about scrambling out of the tub. The purple translucent mound further congealed until fingers and toes and facial features were visible, like the most detailed gelatin sculpture you had ever seen. You looked where the eyes ought to be, and they opened. They blinked. Your mouth fell open. And then, the thing's mouth opened, too. A string of slime stretched between the shiny lips. Hello, it said. You were losing your mind. You stammered a while, trying to figure out what was going on and what you should say about it. It looked at you concernedly. You don't need to be scared. I'm here to relieve your sexual tension, not to hurt you. It had a nice voice. A deep and calming woman's voice. My name's Eva. 
If you don't want my services after all, you can let me dry out and return me to Hortense at the apothecary. She gingerly put her hand on your knee and looked you dead in the eye. You do need some relief, right? You looked into her eyes and felt your heart beat faster. You felt her hand on your knee, warm and slippery, water from it dribbling down your thigh. You nodded. She smiled. Is there anything in particular you would like? Her voice was so hot. Her gaze was so hot. Her hand was so hot. You could feel her fingertips pressing into your leg. You wanted sex. That was it. So much sex. Any specifics you could think of while touching yourself alone in bed had flown out the window. But you couldn't put it into words, and now your cheeks were heating up, and she was still looking at you, and you were still looking at her, and her other hand reached out to touch your arm, still wrapped around your legs. Without really meaning to, you made a kind of squeak. That bad, huh? said the slime girl with sympathy. Well... You don't have to talk, but I do need verbal confirmation you want sex with me. It's part of my job. She was still staring at you, almost hungrily, definitely hornily. Please? You just barely got the word out as a whisper. That's a good girl, said the slime girl with a smile. The praise made your stomach lurch. Here, unclench yourself. She slid her hands up your arms to your shoulders and back down, and unwrapped them from around your knees, tracing her fingers along your palms as she placed them gently in the water. She placed her hands on your knees and gently pushed them apart. Spread your legs for me. You were only too happy to oblige. You loved her voice. You wanted to do anything that voice suggested. Good, she cooed. She looked down at you, taking in your body in its entirety. Her hands left behind trails of slime that left your skin feeling as warm as the bathwater, but tingling pleasantly. It had a strikingly similar texture and viscosity as your own cum, and seemed to make everything more... sensitive. She slid her hands down your thighs and then up over your hips. You gasped as her fingers grazed over your sides and stomach. She grinned at your reaction and did it again. You breathed through your nose and tried to steady yourself. Your midsection was the most sensitive part of you, aside from your genitals. You're so worked up already, and I haven't even gotten to your boobs or your neck, much less your cunt, she giggled, splaying her hands out over your soft flesh and digging in with her fingertips. You squirmed. You wanted to be touched all over. She moved her hands up over your ribs and took a firm handful of each of your breasts, squeezing them gently, then massaging. Slow circles. Your boobs were honestly less exciting than your stomach, and your arousal, while still high, subsided a bit. You sighed and relaxed into her touch. She ran her thumbs over your nipples, and it felt just like a tongue, Soft and slick and unbelievably smooth, you shuddered. You reached out your hand to grip her thigh where she was kneeling between your legs. Finally brave enough to touch me now, murmured Eva as she trailed her fingers across your collarbone. You'll have your chance, don't worry, but right now it's my job to touch you. 
More appendages rose out of the water. These looked nothing like human limbs. Long and infinitely bendy like tentacles. Two of them slithered up your body, paying special attention to your midsection, and then dragging your arms up out of the water and pinning each one to either side of the tub. Oh, fuck. That was really hot. You let your head fall back and clenched your thighs against the slime girl between your legs. Oh, you really are worked up, aren't you, baby girl? Cooed Eva. Baby girl? You were a baby girl? Why did you like being called that? There was nothing you could do but let her keep going. Her fingers had migrated from your collarbone to your neck, where they slid into your hair and lifted your head up to look at her. You tried wrapping your legs around her waist, trying to scoot her closer and bring some friction to your pussy. She could not be moved. And there were her eyes again, all in shades of purple, the deepest and darkest in her blown-out pupils. You focused on those eyes, which looked at you sternly. You let me do my job, baby. Your job is to feel good, you got that? Just feel. At her words, a low whine escaped your throat. Just as she finished speaking, two more tentacles spiraled themselves off your legs and forced them apart. Your hips bucked up at this and you whimpered. The tentacles around your arms and legs wiggled slightly, stroking your skin and spreading that goop that made you feel so intense. Good girl, said Eva. Man, she was really leaning into this praise thing. You didn't even know you liked that before today. But every time she said it, you felt this rush. You wanted to be a good girl so badly. You wished she would tell you what to do so you could have more opportunities to be a good girl. She dragged her hand from the nape of your neck down your chest and stomach, stopping just above your pubic hair. Just relax. You sighed deliriously. You felt so good. And then, you know what? If you aren't going to talk, I might as well use this for something. She traced her fingers over your lips. You let your mouth open just slightly, and she swirled her fingers around them once more before pulling away. You were beyond disappointed you didn't get to suck her fingers, but... Before you knew it, another tentacle was sneaking its way up your front and prodding its way into your mouth. It was glorious. It was like sucking on a tongue while making out, but you got to have so much more of it. Suck harder and take it deeper than any human could tolerate with their tongue. But this tasted genuinely good, though indescribable. It gave the impression of purple, if things could taste purple. What's more, it oozed that goop that had your skin tingling and sensitive outside. But here in your mouth, it was even more potent. You couldn't help yourself. You moaned. Eva shivered happily at the feeling of vibration in her tentacle. But she tried to maintain composure. She leaned forward. You make such pretty noises, baby. The words were murmured against your ear before kissing at your pulse point and down your neck, hands groping you all the while. 
Her lips didn't feel any different from her hands, being that they were all the same slick slime. But the slight suction of her lips over your skin made you shudder even more. As the tentacles and hands and lips stroked and massaged and pleasured you, you arched your back and did your best to thrust your hips in Eva's direction. Oh, she said, placing one hand firmly on your hip. What's all that about? You moaned and wriggled. She knew exactly what you wanted. You sucked a little harder on the tentacle. She pulled it from your mouth with a wet pop. Yes, baby. She leaned over you, blobs of her hair falling down and tickling your breasts. Tell me what it is you want. Ah, so she was going to make you talk after all. I want... I want... Your words were cut off by your own breathy moans. She was obviously having the time of her life dragging this out of you. She cocked her head and stroked you in what could have been a comforting gesture, but she was intentionally doing it exactly where she knew you would get riled up. Your stomach clenched as she ran her hands up and down your sides. What is it that you want? Use your words now. You blushed. Suddenly, you couldn't stand her looking at you. You turned your head. Two tentacles shot out of the water and wove themselves into your hair, pulling your head back to look at the slime girl. Her stare was burning with passion. She was trying her best to look stern, but the twitch of her lips gave it away. Tell me what you want. Please. Uh, please. Your face was burning. Your entire body was burning from all the lovely touching. You wanted to cover your face with your hands, but... As your arm muscles twitched, the tentacles around all your limbs tightened and spread you apart just a little further, and the ones in your hair pulled down to tilt your chin up to look at Eva. Please what? You whined. You swallowed. What was left of the purple goop slid down your throat, tingling warmly. You gazed right through her forehead at the wall of your bathroom, distorted and hazy. Another noise you couldn't help eased its way up from the back of your throat. Eva waited patiently, expectantly, watching your eyes, watching your lips, gripping at the skin over your hip bones. Ah, fuck. You gasped and squirmed and stammered, hips still bucking up towards Eva. Fuck me. Fuck me, please. Oh my god, please fuck me. Eva grinned. Good girl. There it was, those magic words. Drawn out and sweet, and giving you a rush of pleasure at having been good. Of course I'll fuck you, you've been so good. You deserve it. With every word, she leaned in closer, until she was muttering the words right up against your lips. You moved your head to catch them, but the tentacles in your hair pulled ever so slightly, and she moved her head just out of reach. Her fingers slid down your belly into your spread pussy, working up and down the folds of your labia while more tentacles rose up from the water to slide over your sides and stomach and chest. It was a whole lot of sensation to deal with at once. 
Her fingers had none of the sharp nails and hard bones human fingers had. It was like two very thin, firm, dexterous tongues were slipping up and down your pussy and then sinking deep into your hole. There was no thrusting. It was a gentle in and out, with both fingers curling up where it mattered most. A twist of the wrist here and there. Eva sped up and slowed down, trying different combinations of curling to hit the G-spot, and twisting her fingers and sliding in and adding more fingers, all the while watching and listening to and feeling for your reaction. It all felt pretty good to you. You were panting and gasping and would have been writhing if it hadn't been for the tentacles holding you down. With every movement of her hand, you felt like you were melting a bit more, until it was truly too much and your abs clenched hard. You twisted away and squeezed your legs closed, the tentacles letting you go, caressing you as they unfurled and slithered back into the water. Not that you noticed. You lay curled on your side, shaking, every muscle clenching hard. Eva was behind you her front pressed against your back, holding your head up. One hand was still stroking your throbbing pussy, slowing down. She hummed lovingly and pet your thigh and waited for the aftershocks to subside. Meanwhile, you were floating through bliss, mind fuzzy and only half aware, the happy, sleepy feeling permeating every body part down to your toes and the tip of your tongue. You sighed and let yourself go limp. Eva cooed sweet nothings from behind you and held you close. It was like being held by a human, but squishier and wetter. You reflected on this for a minute, paying close attention to every feeling. The entire world felt rosy. You snuggled back into her, so perfectly comfortable, and felt compelled to thank her. Wow. That was really good. Yeah? Did I relieve your tension? Did you ever? Thank you so much. Of course, of course, that's my job. She grabbed your hand and laced her fingers between yours. You kissed her hand. You don't know why, it just felt right. That's like the third time you've said that. What do you mean, your job? Like, has that witch, uh, Hortensia, employed you to be a sex worker in a bath bomb? Hell yeah! Isn't it great? Water can evaporate right out of me, and I can become super portable. Me and the other slimy girls hang out in the back room, and, well, we smell people's hormones wafting off of them when they walk in and sniff out likely clients. And you look nice, so I asked Hortensia, we call her whore actually, she thinks it's really funny, to offer me up. They what? She what? Slimes could what? That's wild. I never knew about that. Yeah, most people don't. Wow. And your work is worth way more than what I paid for that bath bomb. Eva's chipper voice came from behind you. Oh, the money is for whore. My payment is your energy. Your frustration is very savory, by the way, and when you're horny and frustrated, you know, desperate, it tastes like blackberries. She 
eats your feelings? Your energy? What? Holy shit. My eyes are being opened in ways I never thought possible, you said. You unearthed a whole side of magical society and species you knew nothing about. Yeah, it's a great deal as a slime, because I don't have to wait for someone to fall into a swamp and eat their fear or something. I can pick who I feed on, and I think sexual energy is so yummy. Mwah. She disentangled her hand from yours, and it disappeared behind you, presumably to do a chef's kiss. Well, you were still reeling from all this new information. The thought of you eating something I can't even touch is absolutely wild. I know, right? Humans are giving off such great stuff all the time. It's just a matter of getting close enough that the concentration of energy is actually satisfying. Like, right now, you're giving off curiosity and confusion and a whole lot of contentment. And it's a very hearty combination. Your confusion is a little tangy, which doesn't taste quite right, but that's why I'm trying to explain. Very cool of you to ask about me, though. I love talking about my work. Cool of you? You were cool to her? You were unsure if you were still wanting to please her, left over from the sex, or if you just wanted to be liked by another person. Sure thing. So you don't cuddle and chat with all your clients? Or meals? Eva nuzzled her nose into your neck, then kissed your shoulder. You felt giddy. Not aroused like earlier, but still excited. Depends on the person, really. I do love getting to know people when the opportunity arises. I have stories for days if you'd like to stop by the apothecary another time and request me specifically. You thought about getting to know Eva the Slime Girl better. It made your heart flutter with joy or anticipation or hope or something. Eva squeezed you close, breathing in deeply. Ooh, that one was good, like a drop of peach juice. You smiled at her excitement. Yeah, I definitely do that. Do I get to touch you next time? Oh, I did say you'd get your turn, didn't I? Well, I do like making people feel as strongly as I'm hungry for, which is why I like to top. So I'll probably have a snack first, but yeah, I'd like to see what it tastes like for you to pleasure me and see if it makes you feel strong enough to satisfy me. She said this while brushing her lips against the back of your neck, which was more like being licked than anything. You liked it. You liked your new slime... fuck buddy... friend? You really hoped, friend. The end. Thank you for listening.